Hi, welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is Hurricane Ann, and I'm going to switch over real quick to a quick song while I change my audio because I'm cutting out. So we'll be right back with you. They call us deplorable, and we love the name. They got the bodies in the dirt and need someone to blame. Got a pension for greed. And money to spare They put the dollars in the coffers And the lives in the air Well, we go one We go all I won't push you down You won't let me fall One day for sure We will stand tall Well, we go one We go all the plan because we have it all and the fate is in our hands. Had a reason to fool us but we didn't take the bait. They want to take us to hell but we got guns in the cage. Radio. This is your host, Turk Finan, and I'm so happy to have you tune in with me tonight. I'd like to apologize for the audio problems. I'm having to use my cell phone. I'm having troubles with my studio, and uh, I was cutting out a little bit on my mic, so I decided to switch it, so I'm not very happy about that, but hopefully I can get all these bugs worked out by the end of the, uh, the weekend. So um, 
I have a guest on, but before I introduce her, I want to kind of go over a little overview of the show tonight. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Russell Hootie was going to be on the show, and they've had a family emergency, so if you don't mind keeping Pops in a prayer for him, I'd really appreciate that. Now, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight is this. In 2016, in November 2016, before the Hillary Clinton election, uh, at that time, all the polls were saying that she was going to win in a landslide, but we all knew that, that wasn't true, but we, we thought she would rig the election. Well, she hired a company called Benson Strategy Group, and this was leaked out, and it's called a salvage program. And in it, they did a real survey that wasn't a fake survey, and it said basically that she was going to take an ass-whooping, okay, an ass-whooping, a drubbing, a beating, that Trump was going to beat him. And I would read you this whole entire uh, thing. It's, it's funny what these uh, – Clinton supporters were pretty much – they were weaklings compared to Trump supporters. Uh, essentially, just about anything, if you said boo, the Democrats wouldn't show up to vote. Uh, they just just didn't have any kind of conviction whatsoever, whereas the Trump supporters would basically crawl through glass and landmines to get there. And I went ahead and included the link to this uh, PDF for the salvage program, and it is in the show description. So if you want to pull that up, you can be looking at that uh, with me while we go over this. Now um, – in this uh, scenario, they asked them all kinds of questions and figured out that basically nothing would stop Trump supporters, but they wanted to stop Trump supporters because they knew that she was going to get beat. So they had came up with some salvage options, and let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. The first six they did not recommend. They chose not to recommend it, and the one they ended up recommended was the most far-fetched of them all, but top six. And maybe maybe seven. I can see where they are utilizing this as their playbook, except like this on steroids compared to what they were doing in 2016. And uh, the first one, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, my friend on here first. Uh, this is Victoria. And uh, hang on one second, let me get her on the air. Make sure that you're not on speakerphone, Victoria, please, because I'm we'll not. hear everything in the background. Okay. Hang yeah, on, I'm, I'm on my. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm plugged in. <laughs> Hello, Victoria. Thank you for calling in tonight. Hi. Good to be here. And just so you know, this is a pro-Trump channel, and I met Victoria at a Trump flag rally. And if y'all saw those cool people trolling up and down I-35 in Texas, trolling the Biden bus, that wasn't <laughs> us. But the very next day, we were almost in the same place, okay, on the same highway, in the trucks with the flag. So we're we're kind of cool by proxy, right? We're cool by proxy. That makes us Texas trollers Long also, time right? Ago. Long time ago. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> now, um, and I can't wait to uh, talk to uh, her in a few minutes about uh, – she's in Arizona right now. So we are going to be getting back more to the current politics in a, in a few minutes, but let me cover this first. Now, what I wanted to cover was on this uh, – six non-recommended salvage options. The first one was called Red Dawn. Now, we all watched the movie Red Dawn, so you know what that is. We're getting yeah. an invasion. Now, on their notes, they had put support is too widespread, while a Red Dawn scenario using uh, United Nations forces and Canadian border infiltration would be effective mm-hmm. in shutting down northern voting. It would simply delay the inevitable and result in hardened support for Donald Trump. Now, for the risk and issues, they listed loss of property and life and alternate right forces are prepared to battle. So that's why they didn't want to do it. So the alternate 
right forces. They mean militia, and I'm a member of militia. They were talking about militia, right? And um, mm-hmm. so they didn't want to do that. But what we're looking at right now is we have a huge infiltration of, of Chinese and every other – all kinds of people here. And we have actually had seen Chinese troops on the Canadian border, and we've recently yeah. had another caravan trying to push their way up on our southern border. So it almost looks mm-hmm. like instead of just going with the Canadian border like they were doing in 2016, like I said, this one's on steroids. Okay, to hell with just the Canadian border. The deep state's like, no, we're going to bring China down. We're going to awaken the sleepers in the middle, and we're going to bring – uh, the caravan up from the south, top down, bottom up, and boom. And it looks like this might be something they were actually planning because of these uh, forces that have been seen here. But I do have a couple of clips that, if you don't, they're all short, I just want to play them if I can find them. Hang on one second. Okay. On Salt Spring Island. And they're all. Chinese military. Wow. I wonder what it is. Well, according to Hal Turner radio show, U.S. movement self-propelled artillery to border with Quebec in Maine. Reports of uniformed Chinese troops in Canada. Okay. First of all, they're not supposed to be Chinese troops. They're supposed to be security forces. Okay. That's the... Uh, agreement, the FIPA agreement, F-I-P-A agreement. So he has this picture of these right here. For weeks, stories have been coming out about large numbers of Chinese troops in Canada near Vancouver, B.C. And that was reported to me as just uh, a lot of these Hong Kongese that fled Hong Kong during the 90s when the British handed over Hong Kong to the Chinese. A lot of men migrated to Vancouver and brought their money with them. And it's like their little summer camp thing for their kids, I think. It was explained to me. However, I could be wrong. Now more information indicates additional uniformed Chinese troops are mustering elsewhere near the U.S. border in Canada, this time along the Quebec and New Brunswick province border with Maine, USA. The United States is now moving trainloads of heavy armor to that exact area. Looks like a fight is coming right here in the U.S. I'm trying to unmute myself. Hang on one second. Sorry about that, y'all, but if we don't, we'll pick up all the background noise. Now, as you heard that little report, and there was also other reports, and that one was more recent. That was about four weeks ago, but there was going reports I found them going all the way back to 2018. And I don't know, uh, Victoria, if you heard about the uh, Trudeau up in Canada was saying that if Trump yeah. didn't concede, that he was going to come in and use troops, right? Right. Yeah. You know, when uh, earlier I had heard um, before I saw the videos myself, I had heard Trudeau <laughs> say that he would take on Trump. And I thought to myself, wait a second, I'd like to see him try. And then I saw these videos about the troops, these Chinese troops coming in. And I, I thought to myself, okay, well, this is interesting. And, um, you know, of course, I sent uh, the videos and the things that I'd researched and found 
um, of course, to, you know, Trump and, and uh, the different people that, that, you know, I would send the videos to lawyers, et cetera, that are in contact with President Trump and those around him. And, of course, um, you know, they were immediately banned um, through social media. But there were several of these videos out there that had been out there for a couple of years talking about the Chinese troops amassing at uh, the Canadian border. And um, it was good to see that um, Trump was aware of what was going on. So that was uh, good to see. But, yeah, there's I thought to myself, there's no way that, that Trudeau himself would be able to pull off anything by himself against America. Well, he's empowered because, uh, well, first right. of all, these deep state puppets think that they – because now we discover right. with the fraud that's happened in this election, it's actually been exposed mm-hmm. that it's not just our elections who have been fraudulent, but probably deep state players like him have been placed yeah. in there. And, you know, yeah. when you think about that, these people are placed in there. I mean, this is so dirty. It's so dirty. It is. And there's so many implications. It's so deep when you actually think about this. I mean, this is huge. I mean, the whole world is going to mm-hmm. be turned upside down by this uh, evidence that Sidney Powell – oh, did I say Sidney Powell's name? Oh, hang on. Release the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Release the Kraken. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's my favorite thing. So um, this is really scary with them having the Chinese up there now. This may not have anything to do with this whatsoever. I know it's purely speculation and conspiracy. However, uh, there were a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of earthquakes, like hundreds of earthquakes in Washington. And you know the Chinese are right there, and I have to wonder if there's not tunnels and things like that going into Canada. And there was just this hot pocket all last month, day after day after day. It was just these little small earthquakes in Washington every single day. And I had I wondered mm-hmm. if some of those weren't explosions or tunnels being blown up or something more to that. Of course, that's just speculation. But that's I what was. I'm thinking myself, because I mean, in our history, um, what are the odds of these of earthquakes? In those particular areas, they're practically non-existent, you know. And um, we know that there are tunnels in these areas. I mean, not tunnels in these areas, but we know that there are tunnels now. That all of that is in the open now. It's no longer a secret that we have these tunnels throughout America, and. It, they don't just stop at the border. I mean, that would be ludicrous to even think that they would just stop at the border. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we right. know that the uh, cartels and stuff dig tunnels into other countries. So why wouldn't the United States deep state have tunnels into other countries? It makes perfect exactly. sense. I mean, Occam's razor. Right. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Now, another aspect to this, uh, you're, it's really eerie. With when I get through reading the rest of these out, out that are on this list of the six, you're gonna probably be really shocked. But it, mm-hmm. it knows on the reason they said not to do this red dot scenario was because the militia was prepared for battle. So I noticed that 
in the debate uh, that snake Chris Wallace tried to trip up our beloved mm. president and put militia yeah. in with white supremacy. They kind of threw him off for a second there because he would never denounce militia, but he is. I think he thought – when he, the way he said it, I think the president was saying mo, white supremacist militia, if there is a white supremacist militia, which there, I don't think there is any white supremacist. I, all the people in my militia are Mexican, okay? Almost. Not all of them, but pretty much. For, <laughs> yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, right now my, my some of my favorite militia people were on a group text, right? It's two white girls and three mm-hmm. Spanish guys, you know? So the three guys there are I – mean, her and I are the only mm-hmm. two white girls there, and then I think everybody else except what – like. Maybe one or two people is white. Everyone else there is Spanish, so I'm like, and they're all Trump supporters. So mm-hmm. I'm like, my God, y'all shouldn't stereotype Mexicans that don't like Trump. Your people are crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That's insane. Why would you even say that? You know, the uh, uh, Hispanic, you know, population has always been uh, more conservative than other people. You know, we're not racist. Yeah. Oh, oh, good values, right? Oh, looks like we have a right. caller. Hang on one second. Let's get this call. Oh, I put something on okay. here for when we get a caller. Let's see. I've been cool. playing with the sound stuff because I'm kind of goofy like that. Hang on one second. <laughs> I'm, I'm new to my studio because I've been uh, off of the radio. I've been doing YouTube for a long time. And all my radio shows, I've been yeah. doing guest shows on other people's like Joseph, Joseph Bernard's at Megan News Network and stuff. Here you go. Hang on one second. Cool. And we have a caller. Let's see if I can get him on. Hello, caller. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Hey, hello. How's your boys and girls Hi. doing today? You're doing okay. great. How are you doing? Can you hear me? All yeah, right. Aren't you the guy that called in last time? Yes, yeah, sure am. Awesome. You have did you a great guys job heard any... you last night. Is your name Harold? I oh, good. Your name. Thanks. No, Harold? Joe. Joe, I'm sorry. No, Joe. Hi, Joe. A long way from Harold. <laughs> right. Well, I think we had a couple callers uh, last night. So, uh, but okay. Uh, before we get started, Joe, uh, is there anything that you want to say about the yeah. Red Dawn before we go into the next one? The Red Dawn. Yeah. Were you listening to the show? Uh, is that you talking in? about the movie? No, no, no uh, I just I called in now. I just okay. All right, well, then I'll let you come in on the next section because we just covered an invasion. Okay. Thing, so we're going to go to the next part. So the next okay. one that they have listed under this non-recommended salvage options is cobalt rain. And what that is, they said on their notes, that the public has been primed for a radiological attack and stockpiles have been positioned. But while the psychological impact of a CO-60 weapon is severe, the threshold of opportunity may have passed for this to stop the vote. And they didn't want to recommend it because it could be a loss of profit under martial law or at least could be could compromise. Now, um, so you're talking about a dirty bomb with uh, Cobalt-60 put in it. And when I was doing some research, I did find many instances where stuff that holds the uh, chemicals that you need to make those dirty bombs have been stolen. And so they're not in really all that secure, to be honest with you. And so that is a possibility. I haven't seen anything happen. Have you all heard of anything or any plans about this going on or any rumors or anything? Because I think that's the only mm. one that we haven't seen. Well, that was one that was mm-hmm. circulating many, many years ago about the dangers of the uh, dirty bomb, which could be smuggled into a suitcase. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to be really surprised at what the next one is, okay? This one's really original. Okay, Deep State's so original. 
Black Lives Riot. How original. Again, while staged civil unrest could prevent pockets of America's Americans from voting, the damage would be too widespread. Now, the reason they didn't want to do that is because they said that the command and control is dicey at this point as substantial members numbers of employed minorities have defected to Trump. So they knew prior to the 2016 that we had already had a lot of the black vote and the Hispanic vote, okay? But they tried to pretend like that didn't, was non-existent, right? But they knew in 2016. So now what are we seeing? Like I said, this is on steroids. So they're like, okay, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, riot is not enough to stop Trump supporters because that was one of the questions in there. And uh, so they're like, okay, well, let's just step up our game, and we're going to use all these, uh, which I suspect, these people from the caravans that Obama snuck into America by the thousands. And I know that this happened because I live in Texas on I-35, right off I-35, and my husband – Worked in Waco, Texas, and so every morning about 4 o'clock in the morning, he had to make a long drive all the way to Waco, Texas, all right, on I-35, and many times I went with him to keep the car or whatever, you know, and there were these just caravans of these white buses coming from the border, and when you're in Texas, you know, you just know what these are because you see them at stations, you see them, you know, people getting out, you just, you recognize them, you know, it's for, for people, illegals that were coming across, he was putting them in and shipping them to God only knows where. Now, this was going on all night long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, non-freaking-stop. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend of mine, I don't want to say her name, but um, she's probably listening, and I'll, I'll give, up, uh, give up her stuff. But she's actually a star of, uh, she was a star of uh, uh, Doomsday Preppers in the episode there. So she's a pretty, pretty smart girl. And where she worked at, they made buses, and then they got some kind of contract, you know, when all this started going down with Obama. And all of a sudden, they started being real strict on security. They'd have to leave their cell phones. They couldn't take their cell phones in. And they started making these buses that I just described. And she said it, it was just miles of these things stacked up that they were making. And it was all real top secret. And then I was oh. seeing them coming up and down the interstate. Mama. So they shipped in a lot of people here, Mama. you know. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Hey, Victoria. You might want to mute it, Victoria. She's uh, caring for a sick, sick uh, relative, so I just went ahead and muted her for a minute. And so, uh, anyways, uh, so, so like they said, okay, these Black Lives Matter is not going to stop them, so we're going to have to bring in Antifa, and we're going to bring in this caravan of these uh, infiltrators that have been staged all over our country because there's many, many more sleepers that we haven't seen yet, you know. And those sleepers were when they bring the China down and the and the Mexican caravan up. Uh, the sleepers would be in the middle. So, um, what do you think about that? It looks like Victoria, we lost Victoria, but she'll call back. She's taking care of an, uh, a relative, so I'm sure as soon as she gets a second, she'll call right back. So, uh, Joe, what do you think about that? Well, it's the first time I'm hearing of it, but it's not something which surprises me. The corruption in the government is uh, so prolific. So, uh, it's not surprising. Of course, they would make it top secret if they could. But then again, you know, you can't hide everything from everybody. You saw it, your husband probably saw it, or your neighbors saw it. Um, so, it's not surprising. We have too many uh, immigrants in, in our country, legal and illegal. I don't want any of them here. Uh, like I said, legal, illegal are the 241s, the 245s, or whatever the number is for these, um, for these immigrant students who are taking up American places in our classrooms, 
So it's all there in order to have the Democrats have the votes and to ruin America by expanding our our debt. Plus, there's more to it, I'm sure. So that's the only thing that I know about this right now. Yeah, well, let me explain since you missed and maybe some other people just jumped in. What I was covering was uh, this this um, leaked document, a leaked PDF that came out in November, uh, October of 2016, right before the election. And it was Hillary Clinton had hired a strategy group called Benson Strategy Group, and they have a salvage program. In the salvage program, they did a survey that was non-biased. Of course, you know, the media was telling us that she was winning, 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 right? But in their survey, they came and told her, you're going to get your ass whooped. Donald Trump's going to drub you. Well, they had this poll, pages and pages of polls, and it's really hilarious, okay? And they're Essentially, they came to the thing that just if you say boo that the Democrats are going to show up to vote, but nothing would stop Trump supporters, nothing. And they had all these scenarios. Some of the scenarios had like a part one and part two. The Democrats never made it to the part two. Only Trump supporters did. They were hardcore. So they came up with this ideal of uh, seven different salvage options, which are crazy. The first six they uh, they didn't want to do. The first one that you missed was the Red Dawn, and that's when uh, – they were talking about having uh, uh, UN forces on the Canadian border infiltrated and then come down from the top, but and and they didn't want to do that because of our militia that was all staged up uh, on the, you know, and would be prepared for battle and mess them up. Oh, well, and I forgot to play one little well, they one little clip of that. The militia? No, no, not the well, militia. I'm in militia. What was the UN force? They, they were going to come down. Well, what it said, said yeah, actually you. was support. Yeah, they said support is too widespread. Why Red Dawn scenario using UN forces and Canadian border infiltration would be effective in shutting down the northern voting? It would simply delay the inevitable and result in hardened support for Mr. Trump. And then they said the reason they didn't want to do it, why they didn't recommend it, loss of property and life, and that alternate right forces that's militia are prepared for battle. And so a while ago when we were covering that, I actually forgot to play a clip about that, so I'm going to go back to that. Um, now, what I had mentioned was uh, I had also played a clip where these uh, Chinese were spotted on the Canadian border and was talking about the caravan. We recently had a southern border caravan moving up that was you know, blo- going through blockades and stuff trying to get in here. And so um, uh, whenever Trump was in that uh, debate with that sleazebag Chris Wallace, he was trying to trick Trump into – saying that he denounced the militia, but the way he said it was uh, white supremacists and militia. And I think Trump took that because Trump does support militia. He supports our constitution. Uh, of course, he would support us, but I think he was saying he, he denounced the white supremacists, which he said many times. you know. But here's that clip. I'm going to play it real quick. The, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing right. extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Are you prepared to to specifically do it? I I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right. So what are you? What are you? you what are you saying? I'm I'm willing to do anything. I want to see peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing own, problem. This is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not militia. That's what his FBI. 
his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, then, you know what? No, no, we're done. We're Now, that's about the craziest thing I ever heard. You know, it's just an idea, right, Antifa? But uh, you see how he tried to demonize the militia, and I guess they wanted, he wanted, I guess, essentially not only declare the KKK and white supremacist, uh, but also go against the militia. And he was trying to tie militia, and he's also tried to tie people like me up in the Cuban movement as being racist and radical and a threat to national security, you know, terrorists. Which is all a bunch of bull, but I I didn't like the way that they tried to slip the militia in it. But I think it has to do with also this Red Dawn scenario because the thing that was stopping them was the militia. So if you look at it like a chessboard and militias on there, it's just like taking out the bishop, you know. And that's what they were trying to do, but he didn't fall for that, so that didn't work. Now going back to the Black Lives Matter, we were well, talking about the. Uh, you're going to have to explain something to me again. You're telling me okay. that there's U.N. troops at the Canadian border, and they were willing to come into our country, but they were stopped because of the militia? No. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that okay. she hired a company okay. to see how she could win this election against Donald Trump. Okay. And what I'm saying now is that I think right. they're using the same blueprint now, except like on steroids. And they said that one of the options to stop the election would have been a Red Dawn scenario where the U.N. troops come down. But they didn't recommend it because it wouldn't stop people from voting. It would just make people like Trump more, and there would be death because of the, the fighting, that militia was going to fight to the death. You know, And so they didn't think that was a good idea because it wouldn't get their objective. You know? In other words, there were U.N. troops at the, border, at the border in order to stop this particular election, which to me… Uh, since it is a Red Dawn type of uh, situation, is about one of the stupidest ideas I've heard from the left in a long time. How would they? How would anybody um, outside of really brain dead leftists ever approve of UN <laughs> um, troops coming down from the north to try to stop the election? That has because no merit they, whatsoever. They've set the stage. They've set the stage for it, Joe. They went with this fake narrative that Donald Trump lost the election. They went with the fake narrative. Now, you notice that Nader didn't say inaugurate Joe Biden. He said they were going to install Joe Biden. We don't install presidents, okay? So we vote them in, and they have an inauguration. And so then they have – they've already started the narrative. What are we going to do if Donald Trump won't concede? And then Purdue comes in and says, oh, okay. I'll That's come different. in and help intervene. I'll come in and help intervene if oh, okay. Donald Trump won't concede. So they're, they're setting up this false narrative that, that Donald, first of all, that Donald Trump lost. Okay? All right. So they're setting up that one, and then they're trying to set up the stage so they can bring their UN and their One World Order in and take over. Yeah, they yeah now I can down. understand. Right. Right. Now so I understand. I, now, if he doesn't right. concede, which means in January, because the way that people, I um, interpreted what you were saying, and probably other people too, is that here we have the election. Okay, the election wasn't over in one day like it usually is. Trump is um, is um, is fighting uh, because he's um, he's claiming election fraud, and now all of a sudden we got UN troops up there. So that's not what's happening. Exactly. For what you're saying is if Trump doesn't, yeah, if Trump doesn't concede by I, I presume by around January, then the plan by Pelosi, uh, Schumer, etc., would be to have UN troops up there because they they're saying. Well, Trump is not going to uh, leave the White House 
um, on his own two feet, we're going to have to drag him out. So, yeah, so I understand what you're saying now. They've set up the narrative to let people believe that Trump is is, um, is going to resist on Inauguration Day, and he's going to keep his butt in the uh, Oval Office. That is stupid. He would never do that. So, okay, I understand what you're saying now. All right. So, yeah, and so looking back on this, too, I had covered this in 2016. When he first came out, we had an emergency broadcast and did this uh, on Resistance Radio with um, Joseph Bernard, and that was my Ocho, which is, it's now Mega News Network. They had a change name. But we had covered it then, but it seems even more real now because we actually have this Mexican caravan coming up from the bottom. We have Chinese troops staged all over Canada. And Trudeau has been working mm-hmm. with the UN and has all these troops there, and pretty much he's owned by China, like these other deep state players are. You know, they own him pretty much. They own right. everything. And uh-huh. uh, and he's now he's you know wanting to get froggy and say, oh well, I'll come in and help remove him. Well, c- good luck with that, buddy. Good, good. Let's see how that works out for you. That's not <laughs> going to go too well for you. You know. Well, then the next one that was on there was this Cobalt Rain, where they were talking about. Uh, a radiological attack, and so far we haven't seen anything like that happen. The third one was the Black Lives riots, which is not – we've seen that again when we saw it in 2016. Now here they are again, but they've added Antifa for it. Have you heard about the Sunrise Movement? No. No, I haven't. No? Okay. No. All right. Well, it's 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 – all right, and if you look up Millie Weaver, um, Millie Weaver was associated with Alex Jones. She yeah, infiltrated I know. the Sunrise yeah, Movement. Yeah, who for the last two years, she had an affiliate inside the Sunrise Movement, having, and they took copies of the Zoom broadcast that they had. Um, and it's part of the Antifa Black Lives, uh, Black Lives Matter movement to disrupt, to burn, to, uh, to bring down the system. So um, I, I would advise you that. I actually look up yeah. Shadowgate. That's the name of the documentary. Shadowgate. Yes, yes, I've watched it. It's Go very good. Man. I recommend yeah. everybody to watch that. Okay. Yeah, it's excellent. Okay. And the things that they caught in there, these were people that. So they've taken this Antifa and the Black Lives Riot to to a whole different level with their sleepers. <laughs> yeah. These people are in chart. They're getting blueprints for buildings exits and entrance and where people are staying and on this zoom conversation they were actually talking about going to the airport when congress arrived so this is some serious threats and i'm surprised that Mm -hmm. all of these people aren't in jail because that's where they need to be in jail okay so going on to the fourth one now i'm telling you the deep state is so Mm -hmm. original i mean joe i just don't know how we could ever be compete with these original people guess what number four was the Zeke apocalypse <laughs> basically is Corona, and they put an improved. Now get this, this is going to blow you away. Improved strains of Zeke V have been delivered, so that means it's been delivered to their operatives. Okay, and we have decimated uh-huh. them to operatives. So decimated them to operatives. Unfortunately, this will suppress women voters more than men, even as Zeke V is lethal in adults. This would hurt Hillary Clinton, and Trump voters are willing to risk lethal pathogens to vote. And they said they didn't recommend this because of post-election control. Now, fast forward to 2020, throw the Zika copolips on steroids, and you have corona. And tell me, who would it hurt if the female voters didn't turn out? It wouldn't have hurt Joe Biden. It would have hurt Donald Trump. Actually, I don't know. 
because remember now, the press, and I don't know how uh, true this is, but remember, they were throwing in our faces that the white suburban women didn't like Trump. So if they didn't come out to vote, it would it would wreck it would uh, they benefit knew Biden. that that was a lie. They knew that that was a lie according to the Benson strategy. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. Survey that they did, in which they gave Hillary Clinton the real information, which wasn't what the fake news was saying. Which they even in this one uh-huh. admitted about the minorities that had already flocked to Trump in 2016. They already knew, but they, uh, according to their survey. A lot of the women voters that were supporting Hillary would not have shown up to vote if there was a pandemic, whereas when they asked the Trump supporters, they said nothing would stop them. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, here it is. The hard Clinton support, what events would stop you from voting? A storm, 2%. A powerful storm, 9%. Zika or other epi- epidemiological agent, 12%. Threat of violence at a polling place, 11%. Long line, 90 minutes plus, 17%. None, 45%. Not sure. Now, they asked the same question to hard Trump supporter. What would stop you from voting? A storm, zero. A powerful storm, 3%. Zika or other agent, 1%. So they weren't scared of corona. They knew this going into corona. That's why uh-huh. they had to stick us at home right. and put all the curfews on us. And plus, they didn't really care if their people showed up because they knew they were going to do the fraud, right? Long lines, 90 minutes plus, 0% of Trump supporters would stop voting because of the long lines. <laughs> and none, kick right. this, none with a 45% on Hillary Clinton, none for Donald Trump in 2016 was 90%. So you could see where, according mm. to theirs. Yeah. Now, they went on and they said, uh, Hello? on this Hello? one, they said, a hard Clinton support, they said, uh, what events would stop you from voting? Threat of war, 14%. They said natural disaster, 23%. Active riots and civil unrest, 40%. And a lethal epidemic – I can't even say it. My mother's going to be mad because she's a nurse. Epidemiological – Epidemiological. Right. Yeah, yeah. 22%, which oh, they had small oh, okay. So it, I find it interesting that uh-huh. on this particular one – in parentheses, they have smallpox. Now, I'm going to explain that to you, why that's important. 22%, none, zero, and not sure at all it was one. But when they asked Trump supporters the same thing, whereas Hillary Clinton had 14% for threat of war, we had 3%. She had 23% for natural disaster. We had 5%. Active rights and civil mm-hmm. unrest, 40%. Zero for us. We didn't care, okay, if there's civil unrest. It went, Black Lives Matter was yeah. not stopping us. And then the smallpox, 16% uh-uh. versus their 22%. So none mm-hmm. on Hillary Clinton's was zero. The none for this one was 74% on Trump supporters. Now, the Hillary Clinton supporters never made it to the next section, but Trump supporters did because they didn't get enough, I guess, to make it. So the hard Trump support, and they moved on when she didn't, said shooting war in neighborhood, 8%. External invading force, 17%. Attacked by extraterrestrials, thirty-eight percent. A biblical event, sixteen percent. None, seventeen percent. So the only thing that would basically stop uh, Trump supporters was ET, okay, UFOs. That was it. Yeah. Or an invading force like China, yeah. China and ETs. Okay, you can't make this up. This is real. Oh man. Oh god. It's, that's kind of crazy, right? But it gets crazier. Yeah. Because listen to this. 
don't you remember in the uh, in the debate, Joe Biden was saying several times he said this now. First time was in the debate. He made that very odd comment about how it's going to be a dark winter. Yeah. And he said that several times. He said it in the debate, and then he said it since then. Dark winter. Well, I looked it up, and from what I could see, a dark winter it would be like a um, like a smallpox, a really bad. I would. You know. Really. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, would, right. I thought it was going to be a Because I would have thought of it. That's what I thought. I thought That's it would have been a radioactive fallout. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. That's what I thought because I always thought of a nuclear winter, you know, dark. But when I actually Googled it, let me see. I'm going to put my phone down here. Hold on one second. Okay. What's your name, by the way? Hurricane. Yeah, I'll find out when you come. Hurricane, okay, her. <laughs> it's Hurricane H E R, like a girl, A C A N E, and then right. N A N N E. So yeah. if you are listening, you can go to hurricane.com. That's her, like a girl, H E R A, Kane, like C A N E, and with the E, dot com. Okay, and also. Right. I'm so on, what do you uh, like to be called? Uh, hurricane. Hurricane? All right. It's my nickname. I got it when I was younger, boxing and by militia name. So my friends call me that. Hey, okay, no so kidding, I yeah. a, all right. Okay. I had a little bit of work rate, so I joined a tough band before and did a little boxing. So um, let me find this uh, definition <laughs> real quick. Did you think? Did you get that name okay, after Hurricane Carter? Uh, I don't know. The media actually picked it out for me, so. They kind of came up with that. I don't know where they got that from, but that's just right. the name they tagged me with. Okay. And it just – after it came out in the papers, I was hurting. <laughs> Fake news, right? So dark winter is code. Let's see what it says. Yeah. When. Okay, mm-hmm. hang on one second. I think I found it. Well, anyways, when I Googled it, I did come up with – they were talking about – the in the article I found out was a pandemic. Oh, I know what it was. It was it mm-hmm. was a reference to Operation Dark Winter in June of 2001. There was a simulation exercise focused on how to respond to a covert biological attack using a super strain of smallpox from an unknown source. It involved draconian mm, okay. riots in the streets and military intervention to quell the chaos. So. Now you see where he got Dark Winter at. So it actually had – and if you're, you're listening mm-hmm. to him, they're saying we're going to lock everything down, and we're going to – it might be – we might be locked down to 2025, you know, and they really wanted to push this. Yeah. So I thought that was really strange when I found that. Like I said, you and I both – my first thought was Dark Winter or, um, you know, like a nuclear I, yeah, you know, winter sort of, or something. Yeah, right. But you can't um, you can't really be surprised at what um, Biden uh, you know even though he's always supposed to be a moderate the guy said on the floor of Congress back in the nineties that he was for the new world order so this guy's right. been a globalist for over forty years yeah well, he's just a real horrible person he's a very demonic I think I don't know that he's demonic but he's pretty evil and uh, just not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. So the I never one, wondered why. So we see that happening yeah. now, right? Okay. 
So the next right. one that they had, I can't believe they you know the corona. Now, before we move on about the uh, Zika apocalypse, if y'all get a chance to go to YouTube and look into Wolfpack Radio, and it's P-A-Q, just like this one is, Wolfpack Radio, P-A-Q. If you put P-A-C-K for Wolfpack, there's like a million. So if you put the P-A-Q, I just pop right up. And my videos are really cool. Uh, I sometimes do some uh, supernatural stuff in it and uh, some I'm really into archaeology, so a lot of these have petroglyphs and different things uh, in history that go back tied to them. But uh, it's things that are going on in America, and right now I've been covering, covering California, and there's just some crazy stuff going on there. And these are very entertaining and a little bit conspiracy, and always Donald Trump always comes in and saves the day, so you are going to love it. But if you get a chance to subscribe, it's a new channel on Wolfpack Radio on YouTube. And in this uh, one, I have a video called L.A. Choppers. And I discuss a raid mm-hmm. that was in Los Angeles in uh, a year ago in January, oh, was it January, February, February fourth, two thousand nineteen. And these helicopters came in and landed on Wilshire Avenue. So I'll, I don't want to have to rehash all that. Uh, go watch the video; it's very interesting, and uh, you'll see where it was actually a raid with biological. Uh, stuff taken out of there and with bio suits and everything else. And I think that what they did was they in- intercepted the corona, and I explain all this in my video. I think he intercepted the corona a whole year before it actually broke out. And I think that's why, and I, I lay a really good case explaining this in my video. And I, I think that's how he knew what worked on it, like when he first came out with the hydrochloroquine and everything, and how Barr knew to track the people that were hoarding the ventilators and how they knew how to track the people that were hoarding the mask. And it was like Donald Trump was one step ahead of them, even stopping the travel, you know, the Chinese travel stuff. So uh, I think they actually got it about a year before it was released on this and was able to study it. And so I really think that the maestro is not getting near enough credit for saving a lot more lives than he probably did because it was their intent to set the Zeke apocalypse on us. And with this uh, indication from Joe Biden about this, Dark winter. I mean, this is they say draconian, uh-huh. you know. So it would have been really horrible. Well, uh, okay, the whole intent about and about COVID is to be is to bring in draconian measures. It's supposed to clamp down the civil liberties of the United States, as you know. Um, all, if not all, of the states, a lot of the states, they've stepped up their clamping down on the um, on the freedoms of Americans. You have to wear your mask mandated now. Um, some of the states, some of the cities, uh, mandated by the mayors, they have to close down the restaurants. They can't open them up, and um, you know, and they have to close them down at 10 o'clock. Um, we all know that if you go into a movie theater, um, you have to be what six feet apart. That's going to ruin the movie theaters because you can't have 25% attendance in the theater and expect to live. So all of this is just meant. It's bringing in the world order, but people just don't see it because it's happening incrementally. But I see it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's their great reset, you know. Mm-hmm. I am looking for this one paper. Can you hear me? I had a little bit of trouble yeah. again with my microphone, and I had to um, switch back over to my phone. No, you're coming across very clearly. It's really difficult to use my phone. I don't have good sound quality, and it's really hard to do pull up my stuff. I really need my mics and my headset, so hopefully I can get my studio. I haven't been on the air a lot. Um, I've, I've been on the air 
a lot, but not on my show. I've been guest on other people's shows a lot, especially with my videos coming out because everyone wants to interview me. All right, so the next one came out that was Sharia Escalation, okay? And it says, states have blocked key immigrant operatives. Without the required Muslim Islamic population in place, the IE plan will not be sufficiently impactful. And the reason they thought it was a risk or issue was they said Leo, so the cops are pro-Trump, and will not roll over due to Muslim demands of political correctness. So in 2016, they already knew that they could not count on cops because they were pro-Trump, and that when they came in to make different demands, that the cops were going to follow Donald Trump and what was right and not follow them. So I always said that we've already had a war. We've already had World War III and lost it when Barack Obama came and settled our country. I'm a firm believer that he gave Minnesota and uh, Michigan to these Muslims and Washington, Oregon, and California to the Chinese, and probably more than that to the Chinese. It wouldn't surprise me. And uh, Hawaii, definitely Hawaii. But now look what's happened. Like I said, this is like on steroids now. So they said, hey, we're going to put this on steroids. So now look what we have four years later. We have the squad. So we've got Rashida Taleb, or however you say her name, and Ilhan Omar. We got Rashada in Michigan, and Ilhan in Minnesota, and then we also have Muslims stacked up all in our government, uh, different places. And so now, what the reason they, in their notes, they said that states have blocked the key immigration operatives, but four years later, we have key immigration operatives back in place. Okay, and they really needed them for this Muslim Islamic playbook for them to carry out this plan. Now, one of the things that I did notice, which I don't know if I saved it or not. Let me see if I downloaded it. I might not have. Let me check real quick. I'm going to set my phone down. Just I mean, I, I did download it, but I forgot to put it on the show. But I actually had a uh, printout of it, but um, a tape for y'all to listen to. But I will go ahead and just explain it to you. This. Um, oh, I've got uh, before I forget. I got a. If if you're not doing anything on Saturdays, I always go to a show on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time. It's called Beyond the Mainstream. It's been on BTR for 16 years. It's a conservative show. So in case you want to contribute, uh, bring your points of view to uh, you know to people who are just like yourself, um, you can come to the show tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, thank you. I actually I have Melissa tomorrow. We do have a caller, and caller, I'll get with with you in just one moment. Uh, so what I was gonna was talking about was this. Uh, it said Michigan Democrat doxes Republicans' children before she reverses course to certify the county vote. And it's talking about this guy, Abraham Ayesh, a Democrat Michigan state representative elect. And when he was spoken, uh, spoke of Republican Monica Palmer's children and named their school as he berated her for being a racist and got her to break because she was threatened to not certify. To, she, they didn't want her to certify that race. I mean, they wanted her to certify the race. She wasn't going to. After they threatened her, she did do exactly what she wanted to certify it, but then came back, and I think they uncertified it for her being threatened. So 
uh, again, we see how this uh, Muslim agenda is working in there. Now, let me get to this caller real quick and see if they want to uh, talk about what we're talking about real quick. Hang on one second. Hello, caller. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Hello. Can you hear me? If I didn't press one, oh yeah, they may not want to be on. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. (laughs) I explained to him that you're caring for a a elderly relative right now, and that you would call back as soon as you could. Yeah, I got them both tucked in. They're gone to bed. Awesome. Well, thank you for calling back. I hope, I'm glad uh, glad you did. So, as I was explaining this, Abraham AES, or however you say his name, threatened Monica Palmer, and he did this on a Zoom call. So these liberals are very brave with their Zoom calls, aren't they? Do they not realize we can do yeah. all that stuff? No. Yeah. So, what do y'all think about that? It's almost as though they don't they don't know that they can be recorded, or they don't care that they That's can crazy. be recorded. Yeah. Mhm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, for um, I think that's awful. I just, you know, the the way they treat um, American citizens and they call themselves citizens is just uh, horrifying to me. And the things that the uh, uh, the left and these what I call infiltrators. Uh, capital on the traitor uh, portion of it um, is just ridiculous. They slur, they uh, manipulate the things that um, patriots and real Americans are saying and the way they're doxing and um, threatening I think is just absolutely horrible and as an American and as a patriot, I will not stand for it. And I have told my governor, I have told my local sheriff, and I have told, um, you know, uh, pretty much everybody in my state senate. And I have sent to uh, the White House um, letters stating that I will not comply period, end of story, and if they want to come for me, I will unleash hell, (laughs) period, and anyone who wants to join me can join me, because this is what our forefathers meant when they wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They meant what they said, and they said what they meant, period, and Anyone who tries to manipulate that in any form is no longer an American in my eyes. And uh, to me, that is traitorous behavior. And I personally will fight to the death for that because my family has been in the military for generations. My husband's family has been in the military for generations. And there is no way that any veteran 
if they're a real, you know, live American patriot is going to allow this. And they can say what they want. I'm going to put a show on that actually called uh, Ballot or Bullets. So we're actually going to be discussing this pretty soon in a, oh. uh, I don't know, oh, good. either Sunday night or Monday night. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that ought to be a good you one. Know, right? and I'm definitely going to get some of my militia people to call in and bets on that one because I can't oh, the same yeah. way. But I don't want to give away our whole show on that one. So mm-hmm. I, I want to go back over, <laughs> if you don't mind, back over to this uh, Abraham Ayesh, sure. okay? And yeah. I want to just read you what – I mean, okay, all right, before I read it, though. So he's from Michigan, right? Now, I know all mm-hmm. of y'all saw this Project Veritas video of Minnesota and how uh, mm-hmm. – uh, basically has a mafia going on there, a Muslim mafia is what they're, they're yes. running this whole numbers game. And, I'm, and I've heard that Michigan's mm-hmm. even worse with their Dearborn and, you know, all that stuff where they right. have giant out-of-control Muslim cities with uh, Sharia law. And one of the reasons they don't mm-hmm. want the U.N. in here, also they want Sharia law, right? But he says to her, right. he says, Abraham Ayesh, a Democrat Michigan state representative-elect, spoke of Republican Monica Palmer's children and named their school as he berated her for being a racist. You, Miss Monica Palmer from the Gross Point Woods, which has a history of racism, are deciding to enable and continue to perpetrate the racist history of this country. And I want you to think about this, what this means for your kids, he said in name-dropping the name of their school and talking about the impact her decision would have on black classmates. And he says uh, that he claims that uh, – his district was being personally attacked by Palmer's refusal to recertify the election, accused her of suppressing the black vote on purpose. But if anybody suppressed the black vote, it's the oh. Democrats. When they took the black vote, it wasn't Donald Trump and took their right where that's right. what they wanted, right? But it, he wanted right. to go say, you are standing here today telling folks that black Detroit should not have their votes counted, said the Democrat. You are certainly showing that you are a racist. You may say that you are not. You may claim that you are not. But let's be very clear. Your words today and your action today have made it very clear that you're okay with silencing the votes of 80% of African-American cities. So, you know, he went on – he dogged her. He bullied her. And essentially now everyone's always going to say, oh, she's that racist. You know what I mean? I mean this narrative says yeah. So they, this guy's pretty much, pretty much ruined this lady's life, but she went ahead yeah. and I guess turned him in. And went ahead and did not certify the vote, so she's very brave, and you know. But it's kind of scary for her. Yeah. What she's going through with these Muslims are cut people's heads off, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, what do y'all think and, about that? You know, I mean, I mean I've had my run-ins with the Muslims myself. You know, I've had, you know, with, with my nephew and my sister were um, at the Christmas party at San Bernardino. Okay, and. My uh, and my husband and I, you know, Obama squashed the FBI squashed uh, a report that we had ran into a couple of guys in the park just completely loaded for bear. Okay, scoping out our family um, uh, park camping area. Okay, a couple of Muslims didn't even speak English, and we tried to report it. He scrubbed the, I mean, everything, including the park login file. It was ridiculous. And, you know, wow, so really the Muslim is. agenda is real. 
It's real. Right. And that was Obama's FBI. Okay? It was, it's ridiculous. But, you, you know, you, you listen, this, this is in 2016, and, you know, up above it, they said that they, the Black Lives Matter, they said they command and control is dicey at this point as substantial numbers of employed minorities had defected Trump. And here they say Leo is pro-Trump and will not roll over due to Muslim demands of political correctness. So in 2016, they've known this, and yet they still mm-hmm. continue with this propaganda and lies, you know, that the blacks and the Mexicans hate him because he's a racist and that, you know… Now, now we know why they want to get rid of our cops. Okay, it's part of this mm-hmm. playbook in their Sharia escalation. Now, the next one, the sixth one, was an unnatural disaster, and they said HARP is, in, which is a weather modification, is in skeleton mm-hmm. crew mode. Subterranean thermobaric devices and fracking mines are untested. Surveys suggest this might not stop Trump supporters, <laughs> Trump voters. I love it. And then the reason for their risk and issues is they said unproven technique, unintended consequences, reactivating heart may have a pale horse proto- protocol ramifications. And you know that pale horse means the horse of death, right? Mm. The rider of mm-hmm. death. So – since that time, I don't know if HARP is back up or not. However, I did find out that the Chinese was actually given uh, our secrets by the Obama administration that were crooked as hell. They gave our secrets to China, and now they have a, a very similar well, – it's, it's our HARP. They just put a different name on it. And so they actually have this technology, and I really believe – and if you watch my videos, uh, except for the Corona one and the Denver International – I have three – Videos, one about Denver International, International. Oh and one about Corona, and one about the Denver International Airport. They're completely different. But I have a series. If you just skip those three and start with the China, all the way to Long Beach and Los Angeles, where I cover all this stuff in California. And uh, mm-hmm. I really believe because I've been really studying California a lot. So I, I really believe that that these paradise fires. Were started by the Chinese and also fires in this. Uh, in this Again, you're breaking up. You're going in and out. Yeah. Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, there Something from space that was able to shoot a beam down and start these fires. Because the you could see it in these yeah. satellites. Yeah. Yeah, the DEWs. I've been telling people about them for a long time. The firefighters have mm. been showing pictures about them. Everything. It's, it's, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. This, but we're this just curious, right? There's pictures of light rays coming down from the sky, igniting fires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just yeah on the satellite, on, on the Weather satellite. Channel. Uh, not not the Weather Channel. It was, um, gosh, what was it? Uh, he NASA. was reviewing all these different fires. He was on satellite. Dutch Sense was actually yeah, on the satellite. I haven't even heard about that on Yeah. Earth. <laughs> Earthquakes in the area and stuff like that, and he actually caught... He went to check these fires, and while he was doing this on satellite, he caught these direct energy beams coming down, and you could see it going mm-hmm. straight across California, and like oh, you could see right where it started, and all of a sudden all the smoke starts coming up. 
which is all caught on satellite, and you can see mm-hmm. the beam. Mm-hmm. So they can deny it all they want to, but we know the, after the Paradise Fire in California, I think any person who's ever looked at any of those pictures knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was caused by a, a ray because these houses yep. had a straight line going straight through it. Half of the side wasn't even touched, and the other side was burnt completely down to ashes. There was nothing left. It was disintegrated. Yeah. They cars were, were melted. Yeah, cars There's were melted no next to a tree that didn't have a, a leaf burnt off of it. But in my videos, Wait, I've explained this whole blueprint. In my videos, I have explained this whole blueprint about China's uh, goal to dominate the world, including the U.S., and I explained – I've broken down in these videos, if you go watch them, how Obama and his administration has sold America pretty much to China. Now, China wants California. They want California. They want Washington. They want Oregon. They promised this land and Hawaii. That's their stuff, which might explain why the representative from Hawaii is – the Democrat lady is so crazy, okay? And uh, <laughs> make a long story short, they've done everything they can to get people out of California. They've raised the taxes that you can't afford to live there. You can't use a straw. Pedophilia is legal. You can shit in the street. You know they give you crappy water. They put yeah. you on water droughts. They catch you on fire. They burn you to death. They do whatever they have to do to get you the hell out of there because China wants you out of there. They want their land that they promised that they paid for that they're owed. You know, and they actually had eminent domain in 2012 was given to them by the Obama administration, handed over in person by none other than Hillary Clinton. This is real. Many people don't even know this. But I do cover it in my China video. Wow. I'm sure very interesting. Please go watch my China video on Wolfpack Radio. It's 29 minutes long. It's a really good. It's their whole entire blueprint, and it's going to blow you away. And so it's probably some wow. of my best work. Although right, I'm right. better at my graphics Do you have, sound do you, have um, you know, like internal documents to back this up? Yes. Go look at it. You'll see. You do. All right. Yes. <laughs> Not only that. But I've actually got a, I actually have yeah. a Chinese call on my phone from the Chinese consulate that's in Chinese and in American that I was got after I put out this China video. <laughs> so I'm getting a little bit paranoid. Oh right? We're talking about they had papers for me from Chinese consulate in, in America in China. In, I think it said Chicago. Yeah, that really happened. I'm going to download that. I'm going to try to figure out how to download that for the next show and play it because it was pretty trippy. After you make a video exposing China, you start having some really weird stuff happening, right? All right, so now going back to the next uh, next one. So these were all the six things that they did not recommend for Hillary Clinton. But you can see where they've worked it in to work it. They have worked it for Joe Biden. They've done – they're trying to set up this red dawn. That's obvious, okay, the way that they tried to get Trump to denounce the militia with the China up at the mm-hmm. top, the sleepers in the middle, the Mexican caravan down at the bottom. The only thing I haven't seen yet is the cobalt rain, which I hope to God we don't. The Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. which they stepped up with the sleepers in Antifa. And we also have to remember they've also added the Atlanta militia. And all, And I'm going to do a whole different show on that next week because I don't even think these people are human. I've got some videotapes where I zoomed in on their eyes, and it's the creepiest crap I've ever seen in my life. They look demonic, and they're rolling around in their head. They go in like towards their nose. This one guy rolls his eyes, and he kind of goes in for towards his nose. And then it, the color of it comes back out on the other side, like back towards the middle. And I literally did not edit this tape. It's from a live uh, video, and I'm going to make a video. I'm going to put that on there. I want to show it to everybody. It's the, if you don't see it, you wouldn't believe me. you just think I was nuts, right? 
But after that, I was like, man, these people are demons. And I started to cover that on tonight's show, but it's a whole different show all on its own, you know? So we'll just wait on that one. Okay, now, out of these seven salvage options, they chose not to pick the first six. The Red Dawn, Cobalt Rain, Black Lives Riot, Zeke Apocalypse, Sharia Escalation, and Natural Disaster. So can y'all guess which one they picked? COVID. They picked. COVID. No. Recommended salvage. Fire sign. Oh, no. It's called fire sign, okay? And here's what it says. It says, for almost two decades, the Department of Defense and NASA have coordinated a black book project under the codename fire sign. Fire sign's aim is to create a religious awe effect in enemy populations to create an instantaneous psychological soft kill, abject submission. The operation uses high-powered lasers to project real-seeming images on the sodium layer above the surface. These images can cover hundreds or even thousands of square miles and can appear completely real, three-dimensional, and can move. These visual cues are augmented with pulsed elf electromagnetic emissions. And it says, see Project Sanguine. That attack the specific areas of the prefrontal cortex that are stimulated during religious experience. In limited tests, the subjects have been able to be overwhelmed on both axes of fastness and overwhelming of the subject's frame of reference and a powerful need for accommodation. The mix of these two produce inaction, lack of focus on self or individual interaction, and gross transformations in mental equilibrium, which they called a road to Damascus experience. And if you remember, that's whenever Paul was there and went blind. And remember, okay, now they went on to mm-hmm. say the ability to produce these effects across 23% of the continental United States is the objective of fire sign, and field tests in the Levant have pr- proven successful. The fire sign scenario is that of an invading extraterrestrial force of nearly incomprehensible scale, floating, massive floating cities descending, God-sized walkers among the clouds of terrifying weapons, wheels of fire and eyes, etc. This phenomenon, when activated, will bring electoral and social systems to a halt, and in afflicted areas will permit a narrative within, wherein POTUS is able to call a halt to the invasion, and then hand over the torch to Clinton, providing a basic continuity of state. Now, on the aftermath, they said the aftermath of fire sign will be the psychological suffocation of areas where uprisings are most likely to occur. The induced trauma of fire sign will provide ample cover to the government and NGOs who will be providing aid, psychotropic, and induced docility. And counseling services which will ensure further domestication. Fire sign will create a great deal of power, mobile command stations with nitrogen-cooled supercomputers and the co-opting of the elf arrays. We have created a schedule and team rosters that can be moved into position following the third debate. So they had it all set up. Now, what's really crazy about this, these are holograms that they're talking about, is if you go into 2016 and Google cities in the clouds in China, you can see the actual test that they run. People videotaped it. And you can see the cities that they're talking about in the clouds, okay? Now, about two days or maybe three days, I think it was like two days, maybe one day, right after she got this uh, letter from the Vincent Strategy Group, President Obama went in and made an executive order, and I don't have it with me right now, but you can look it up by the date, which is uh, October of uh, 2016, 
and he went in and made this executive order, and in it he was basically taking every single – I think every agency in government was listed in this executive order, and they were going to go out, and they, were, they only had like 60 days to get this done in. I mean it was super, super fast, right? And every one of these were going to work together, and they were going to go out and set up all these substations that had all these cameras and stuff that looked up into space because they were going to start showing us what was going on in space and give us transparency of what's in our skies. And when the hell did Obama ever care about transparency, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think they frankly right. were considering doing this. He went as far as to do an executive order. Now, would they do it again? Well, you know, they've staged, they're staging that Red Dawn. They did the Black Lives Matter riots and the Tifa. They did the corona. They've got the squad in uh, and Sharia escalation. We've seen the uh, harp being used. So, you know, I don't put anything past them. I've noticed they've been doing a lot of UFO disclosures here lately and talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. pushing certain documentaries out there on Twitter, which I bought one of them and they suck. But what do you all think about that? Well, have you ever heard about the UFO project? Star sign. And if you look in the uh, description no, box no, no. of the show, I actually put the link. Speaker, I actually put the link to the uh, PDF in the show description. If you want to pull that up. About the UFO project. Yes. The whole entire. Okay, uh, so we have heard about it. Whole... Okay. All right, because I wanted to find out if you did, because. Um, um, they're comprised of people, some some retired military officers, one doctor was the head of it, and the major thrust that I want to get to is that it warns, you know, when Werner von, Braun, uh, Werner von Braun came over here from uh, from Nazi Germany, he uh-huh. warned about a fake alien invasion, that this, this was something right. that they were going to use in the future in order to make America capitulate. So, okay, so you guys do know about it. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of brings me to what I was uh, talking to uh, Anne about earlier um, with the vaccine for the COVID. Now, that I would think in my mind that um, what I was telling you about the VMAT2 um, gene sequencing using the RNA uh, uh, to manipulate the VMAT2 sequence um, and that they're talking about that's in the COVID vaccine or other vaccines that they're trying to manipulate that VMAT2 gene sequence, which is um, we've already seen some of the uh, studies, and this, of course, is all conspiracy theory, um, that uh, it affects the patients they've had to stop the one trial because the patients after receiving the vaccine were getting up and screaming, they've killed my soul. I can no longer feel God. Oh my God, they've killed my soul one after the other. And there's Mm. a file I sent the link to Anne um, that Um, is a Pentagon uh, meeting that they're talking about how they manipulate this VMAT2 gene sequence and uh, it changes and alters people's behavior 
spiritually that they can take religious fanatics and take away that religious feeling from them and change their behavior. Now, why would you want to do that? If you did that and people could no longer feel God, they are no longer uh, uh, Buddhist, and they talked about Buddhism and Christianity and Islam and where they're going to try these out in Africa and uh, the Middle East and on Christians uh, in the future where they can use this uh, RNA manipulative factor to change people's behavior. And um, all of a sudden we're seeing reports of why they are stopping these trials because of this. So I would imagine if they did that, and we have this fake alien invasion, they would be able to control more people if there were less people who believed in God and knew and figured that uh, this is just a big hoax because we know because we are believers and we know the truth. Does that make any sense to anybody else? <laughs> yeah, and you know, I couldn't help but think while well, uh, you were talking about that. I just got back uh, this summer from a trip to uh, uh, Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. And while I was flying there, I was watching this movie, and I pulled it one. It's called the The Golden Compass, and it was a little kids movie. Oh, I, I yeah. thought it was kind of cool. So I, w- I came back home, tried to find the rest of the series. I ended up ordering the books because I thought maybe one of my kids might want to read it. But uh, usually the books are better than the movie. But I, I thought it was a pretty cool mm-hmm. little movie, and I felt like it had a lot more uh, subliminal stuff than. You know, I wanted to kind of figure it out. And when you said that about they were saying, I can't feel God, my just all of a sudden that show popped into my mind whenever they took the little kid demon, which was their little animal that was, like, connected to them. And I guess mm-hmm. it, it, it was comparable to a soul is how they compared it in the movie, like that was their right. soul. And they were severing this connection between the demon, which they called a demon, but soul, and the child. And when they did, then the child mm-hmm. was, like, listless and just like a zombie and – had no feelings, no emotions, mm-hmm. black, with just feelings. And kind of like what you said, mm-hmm. they just didn't have that connection anymore. It was really, you know, almost like a, just a shell of a person without their soul, right? And so yeah. that was really weird that that particular show just popped into my head when you were talking about that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And see, what even think, that Joe? show, they're trying to say that demons are good. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. All right. Well, yeah, that could <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, I, I know it was. Yeah, like I mean, if yeah. if they're trying to release people from their affiliation with religion and their fanaticism or their enthusiasm about religion, they would be more susceptible mm-hmm. to becoming um, controlled by the demons or by the gods that they want to have controlled them. So yeah, right. I mean, it's all it's all a piece of mind control, and this time. The mind control would be done uh, biologically as opposed to um, energy waves. Yeah. Yeah, that is a really dark. I'm not saying that wasn't a dark show, you know. And it, but everything with yeah. witchcraft and Luciferian, they always take a play from God, but they just turn it around and perverse it, you know. So while they're representing mm-hmm. the demonists, they're familiar, but they're comparing it to our soul, you know. That's what I'm saying. Does yeah. that make sense? But they always mm-hmm. twist it. They always do twist it. I mean, I'm, I'm working on a story right now that's so dark, 
and uh, several instances, they're Luciferians, okay, so it's been a really dark subject. And uh, as a matter of fact, it's, it's called The Horn God in the Archipel, and uh, it's a Hidden in Sight uh, series, that my first one of it. But it's so good, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to put the video out or if I, I'm thinking about maybe putting into a book format and having it published. Oh, huh. wow. Because it's really good information. It's, it's original. You know, it's not been out, so um, – yeah, I don't know if I want to waste it on YouTube. <laughs> you know, uh, I think I could do a little, at least a paperback on it, right? And yeah. so I've been seriously considering uh, doing yeah. a book about it. Yeah, well, you can certainly try. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's really good. And, uh, I mean, the Luciferians. I'll just be I mean, honest with you. Yeah, they're going to worship I, Satan. Information is always good. Well, and this is a unique book, and it would be a unique book that you don't very much of because I've been able to put some stuff together that no, no other people have that I can find and also as a whistleblower from inside a mm-hmm. secret organization because I am a former member of the Order of the Eastern Star I was a high-ranking officer mm-hmm. and wow. I was secretary for the board of directors for the International Order of Rainbow so I actually, my grandfather was a master mason and have uh, past masters in my family, so uh, so you don't wow. get too much of a a leak like that. So I decided to come. come no, you don't. Some things that, because of my work and my research, I was able to see things that I don't think other people see in the symbology. And mm-hmm. what was really what I felt was really going on. But I will say this is disclosure. I don't believe that the Masons, the Eastern Star ladies, and these. People like mm-hmm. your grandpa and your uncle that go there, my relatives, I don't believe they're evil, but I do believe the founders that set – because I've been a member, and I like it. Okay, they're nice people, all right? Mm-hmm. So I get really frustrated. But the founders did set up some real evil stuff, and they used these members unknowingly. They used them for darker forces, and these people, don't, they don't know this. you know. So I kind of get – I yeah. kind of do feel bad when I hear people ragging on them because – I don't know. I just get frustrated because I understand the deeper working. So I think I am going to go ahead and put this book out and just kind of put it all out there and explain it. You know, what I've seen, mm-hmm. and I beg the oath not to ever say anything, but I don't care because you know I, I serve God. That's who my alliance is right. to. Well, look, know? the more information, the better. Uh, you know, so that we right. can prepare ourselves for um, you know for the people from the left, which is either. I still say it's the Rothschilds. I, I think the Rothschilds use communism. They are involved. The, uh, they are very much. And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek. Yes, they okay, are. Okay, last night when you started mm-hmm. talking about the Rothschilds, I like to died, okay? Yep. And it was so hard for me to keep my mouth shut and to stay on topic. However, <laughs> the Rothschilds are actually a big part of this story, okay? The one I'm talking about, there is stuff in there about the Rothschilds, so I'll give you that little sneak peek. But you nailed it last night, and I like that. God, if he only knew what I've just been doing, you know, like he would. The only reason I'm thinking about just coming clean with what I feel is really going on, and I do believe I am correct yeah. as well, and I'm pretty much take my reputation on it. It's because right now I believe that we're in a really big spiritual war, and I do mm-hmm. believe that the Antichrist is trying to fight for this world and for everything. And I do serve Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, even though I was a member of the Eastern Star with Upside Down Star. Okay, mm-hmm. now I found out some stuff at the. I like that organization. I like the ladies there, and I know those ladies were nice ladies. So, people give a real. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on, you know. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. But everybody has some relative that was there, and they're like, "There's no way Aunt Judy was." Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so come on, you know. I mean, we did do a lot of good things, but 
now I just I'm done a lot of research and because of the work that I do, I was able to see some stuff that other people I guess haven't never seen, you know, or put it together. Or so I'm gonna put it out there because I feel like right now we need every weapon that we can have to identify the enemy, uh, to fight against Satan and his dark dominion and his dark forces. Yes. And now, so I'm just putting myself you, on the line. Since you, were, this. since you were a member of, uh, of an organization that's supposed to be against, uh, I guess, the uh, the principles of the United States, because the, mem- the organizations that you've, uh, that you've mentioned, I don't know of them. I've never heard of them before. But if they're like the Antifa or if they're like um, secret organizations, then, of course, uh, for you to reveal what you know, the information would be extremely helpful. I would also recommend that if you're going to write a book and you're going to make claims about, you know, the, the forces that are against America, be sure to include um, internal documents, any kind of uh, any kind of uh, evidence that can be backed up and can be researched by other people. Otherwise, you're just going to be another kook. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, because um, uh, Alex Jones, the, the only thing I have against him is that he always keeps saying, well, this is, this is recorded, this is documented, I read the white papers. But when you go to his site, he doesn't have them there. He has no credibility. Everything that he says may be 100% correct, but he doesn't have any legitimate credibility. He's had over 300 million people, okay, watch his videos, go to his site. But he's going broke. Okay, he's going to have to yeah, shut well, see, down. Yeah, that's the wars. difference between Alex Jones and myself. Is I've turned down two different spots on big networks where I could have been broadcasting and been very exposed into the world, but I chose not to because I I like to have a select audience. It is a particular person, mm-hmm. people like me, my alpha, my wolf pack, my alpha dog. And I don't care if I get a million subscribers. I don't make any money on my show. I care about the quality of my wolf pack, that we're all like-minded. We're all alpha, and we're all on the same page, you know, because we have to stay together. And we have to be strong. Oh, together as a pack, we're strong. So I don't even care about – I lose a lot of money. I'm not even implying And all that stuff, but I never care. But they get – you know, they get where they need this money, and they sensationalize – because they have to pay their light bill, and they have to do this. I never wanted to be put in that position because I wanted this to be able to stay creative and not forced, and I always want to be real, you know. So I might not have all the evidence, like in hard some some stuff I do, but uh, like for everything. But I'm not trying to do that. What I'm trying to do is tell my story and what I saw, you know. And so well, that's and I okay. do have See, because you're a first, yeah, you're, you're a witness, so you can get firsthand evidence. But for anything else. If you don't want to, because Alex, I wasn't even implying that Alex Jones was a sellout, because he's not. The guy sells his own supplements. Well, you know what? He he just screams too much for me. It, I can't do it because it hurts my uh, ears. You know, we lost our caller, but uh, hopefully he'll call back. Sometimes we just get kicked. So I've got kicked the other night on my own program. So. But yeah, uh, Alex Jones just kind of annoys. Well, I, I'll be honest with you. Look, here's the deal. I, I'm annoyed with Alex Jones because he pissed me. For, he pissed me off about Q. All right. So if you want to know the truth, I'm not trying to ostracize my uh, viewers, but uh, yeah, he just said some things that I felt weren't true, and I didn't really appreciate that. And I see him as a uh, controlled opposition, someone from the inside. That see, inside people controlled opposition. They 
They look like you. They act like you. They talk like you. They agree with you. They teach you things, and they're one of you. They're one of you. Like Fox News is one of us, right? Fox News is kind of one of us. <laughs> and when they come in and attack you from within, the inside, it's stunning. It hurts. You know, it's, you get the shock factor, yeah. you know, because it's controlled opposite. You do the most damage from within, you know. And so people like that, you never, ever know because they do teach you stuff, and you do learn from them. You know, you do. But the thing is, is they lead you on this one direction that they know you're going to find out anyways, that it's okay to disclose and move you into it. And then you always believe them because they're right, they're right, they're right, they're right. And then all of a sudden, whenever their puppet masters want them to take you down this other road, they just go. And you follow them because in the past you've always trusted them, right? That's controlled opposition. Mm-hmm. And I think that Alex Jones is controlled opposition. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. My roommate likes him, you know. But, you know, that's fine, you know. To each his own, I'm a libertarian. I don't care. But yeah. I, there's just some people I can't forgive like Glenn Beck. Who I, I try to be a Christian. I'm not the best Christian in the world. I've got a lot of flaws and, you know, probably just a grudge holder. But, you know, Glenn Beck left America <laughs> when we needed him the most and we depended on him. And Donald Trump winning this election was going to finish out their plan, their last eight year plan, which is our destruction. And he turned his back right. on us and made Cheeto face. And now that he has no viewers and 80, 80 million American voting people have voted for Donald Trump, he wants to come crawling back. And suck up. It doesn't work that way. We're alphas, not my wolf pack. We're just like, yeah, I don't think so. But I know mm-hmm. the better Christians in there will be like, I'm going to pray for you, Hurricane. And I appreciate that because I need that. I do need that. Because I don't want to go to hell because uh, I had grudges against Glenn Decker, Alex Jones. You know? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I think we got Joe back. There he is. Yeah, this always to me. I got an app that only. Yeah, it's a See, this show, happens Joe. to me all the it's time. It's a show. Yeah, I got kicks last no, night. No, no, it's not show. It does that. And it's It'll my app. My app only lasts from for an hour, and then after an hour or so, then it cuts itself off. So that's what happened to me uh, because I'm using I'm using a free app on my phone. Um, so all of a sudden, I find myself talking to myself. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm so, glad you called back. I'd like to go ahead and yeah. get started on we. Went a little bit over halfway through the show already, an hour and a half of it. So it's went by fast. I'm so grateful okay. y'all called. I haven't been doing my show. I actually get anxiety, okay, about doing a show. I used to not because I did shows every single day, but it would take a pretty good break. And oh, right did? before the show started, my co-host uh, had a family emergency, and I was all by myself, and it was fixing to go on air. And Victoria called and rescued me, and then you called. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Oh, it's like so grateful, you know. I guess it was a God thing because I actually called Victoria by accident today and thought it was another Victoria, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh my God, do you have the sippy cup? I need the sippy cup. <laughs> it's driving me crazy." <laughs> I was like, uh, Grandma, you got the sippy cup. Oh, wrong lady. Sorry, sorry, messed up. <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, it's you." That was yeah. great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good talking to you. Wasn't that rally just a Trump parade? Yeah, a flag parade in the truck. That was badass, wasn't it? I felt like a I felt like a badass yep. up there with that big old truck. I was in flags flying. It looked good. Okay, so let's get on topic oh. again. But all right, real quick before we start with this next part, which we're going to be talking about Trump. We're, did y'all know that the circuit courts got reassigned? Yes. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess uh, Michigan's now with Brett Kavanaugh, Wisconsin Barrett, Pennsylvania out. Al- 
Alito and Georgia is uh, Thomas. So that's really good for us. And I don't know a lot about it to have a giant, huge, intelligent conversation, but I just did get it. Uh, several people notify me and say, hey, did you hear about the circuit courts reassignment? I'm like, I just saw something on Twitter, but you're like, yeah, it really happened. And I'm like, wow, it's awesome. You know, So that's the information I have on that. It's not 100% verifiable. So y'all might want to check into it and see if it is verified. Been, it would be really wonderful. And I've then been we giggling have about going, it um, all day. Yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> so I, I also noticed that think about it, so uh, we had uh, talked last night about these uh, people getting fired. You know, all these people that he's been firing. That you know, Trump's pretty much just mm-hmm. redoing all this stuff. And so I went out, and it was a little confusing. So I kind of went and put it in a little chart. And uh, it seems like some of the big plays that he made were in defense with the Mark Esper, the Secretary of State, and then several other the department uh, deputy chief of staff to the understudy of defense for policy, the dep- deputy chief of staff to the Secretary of Defense, and then in the CISA, mm-hmm. uh, he got rid of uh, the cyber Brian Ware, the top, uh, top cybersecurity official at Department of Homeland Security and cybersecurity. And then he got rid of uh, Chris Krebs, so that was a big scandal, and replaced him with already with Brandon Wells. And then they, they, people from the Pentagon, intelligence, internal affairs, you know, it was a pretty big sweep, the cleaning house, yeah. tidying up the ship. And uh, then you have well, good. Ezra yeah. Cohan Watnick come out and just out of nowhere says that they're going to make a move to place civilian special ops. Uh, directly underneath the acting Secretary of Defense. So I was going to have Russell on the show, who he's a uh, combat vet, he's a Marine uh, veteran, uh, to get to explain that better than I could do. And but uh, he didn't wasn't able to make it. But if I'm understanding it right, what he, they did now, I hope I'm saying this right. I think that they took the authority of special ops away from the CIA, and now they report directly to the Acting Secretary of Defense. So, you know, shuffled it around where they're taking the CIA out of everything. So basically Trump's insulating himself really good. Nice. With loyalists that aren't under the CIA command. yeah, I don't. I didn't hear the CIA in that narrative that you had said. I heard civilian operative, so I don't know what that means. And I asked that to Russell directly, and that's one of the things that he was going to answer. But let's. Uh, uh, do you have any idea? I'll talk to you. I don't know. I'll find out. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. I'm going to Google it. Hang on. Okay. But it's a good idea that that, um, Trump does insulate himself because the military is probably against him. The Pentagon, I'm sure that many of the generals probably make as much money as Biden does under the table because when you have companies like um, Boeing, McDonald, um, GE, and some of the other defense contractors, they can't make money unless there are wars. So the Pentagon and the defense contractors are hand-in-hand in, hand in initiating wars. Mm-hmm. So 
they don't like Trump because Trump wants to stop wars. He wants to bring us bring the troops right. back home. He wants to make he wants to make America great again. He's already made us energy independent. He's probably uh, one of his uh, major goals is to probably to make us manufacturing independent so that we don't have to be dependent mm-hmm. upon China for us to make the things that we want. Because do you know that NASA? Uh, do you know that the um, the booster rockets in um, in like, mm-hmm. I think it might be the weather satellites. Do you know where they get them from? They get them from Russia. Why are we depending upon our enemies for military uh, and potential military operations? This is what Trump wants to get us away from. This is why the deep state has come out against him. He's the only yep. person, like some people have said, that is uh, between us and us becoming communists. Because if Biden becomes elected and you get the squad in there and you get the other people who have been funded by Soros and the attorneys generals who have already said when they were um, appointed that they thought Black Lives Matter was a, um, was a meaningful movement, we've got nowhere to go. This will become Venezuela. But the liberals, they don't see it that way. They just think, oh, well, you know. Everything is free, free education, free food. You'll get a job, guaranteed job. No, that's not the way socialism and communism works, people. You will be subjugated to authoritarianism. You will not be able to go anywhere that you want to go unless you have permission. And the COVID is the means of doing that. They want to contact trace you through the use of your cell phone. They want to know where you are every moment of the day so that you cannot assemble so that you cannot create or foment any type of dissidence against the new regime if Biden comes in. But this is something people aren't going to realize until Biden, uh, unless Biden does become president, when their taxes go up, when the lies that have been spread around by Kamala Harris and by mm-hmm. Biden actually come into, uh, come into reality. America is in for a hard time unless Trump saves us. And if Trump, he will. It's a sad situation that Trump is the. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm still his, optimistic. He's, he's going we to won. Win. We the people voted in our president, and come ballot or bullets, we're going to have our president in because he won. And, and it's going to exactly. go legally, and they won't come to that. But we don't want another revolution. Yeah. We really don't. I mean, I don't really want it, but I kind of no. feel like we already had a revolution, you know. But we have uh, about 20 minutes left, but I have to go uh, in there and get something to drink because I can't even hardly talk. I want to play this quick song and just take just a like, two or three-minute break, all right? And we'll be right back. And we have an army, okay, as a, as a soldier and as a, as, a, uh, as a general, as a retired general. We have an army of digital soldiers. What we are now, what, what we call, I call them, because this was an insurgency, folks. This was run like an insurgency. This was irregular warfare at its finest in politics. And that, that story will, will continue to be told here. But we have what we call citizen journalists. Okay, because the, because the, the journalists that we have in our media did a disservice to themselves, actually more than they did to this country. 
They did a disservice to themselves because they displayed an arrogance that is unprecedented. And so the American people decided to take over the idea of information. They took over the idea of information, and they did it through social media. And we're back on the air. I had to turn that off because I was getting a lot of static. I didn't know if it was coming through your static to y'all on the song or <laughs> hated to cut it off because I love that song. But that's Digital Soldiers by J.T. Wilde, and uh, he's uh, and that was General Flynn talking, and General Flynn's also in his video. And in the lyrics, talk about the field of flight, which is actually the name of General Flynn's book, and it's really good. I'd recommend anybody buying it and help with General Flynn. This channel supports General Flynn and J.T. Wilde. He gave us permission to use his um, song, Where We Go, One We Go All, which is WWG1WGA, as my intro. So the intro, when you hear the song come on when my show starts and it has that uh, Wolfpack radio, well, that's his song 
just changed up a little bit, you know. And that was really cool of him to let me use his song for my intro. And then I also got a chance to interview him on my show one night. If y'all want to go back to the archive and look for that, it's pretty cool. He's a really great patriot, and if you get a chance to follow him, I appreciate it. And uh, I like the I like the message that General Flynn in, that he gives us in this uh, song too, because what we've been doing in the information warfare has been literally a battlefield and it's been very mm-hmm. vulnerable and successful and we'll see that whenever the election is certified that Donald J. Trump is our president <laughs> yes and God help the world if he ain't because <laughs> that's not going to be pretty I don't think <laughs> no but, I don't even. I, but I just don't even think that's a scenario. I just really don't. I, but I do see that the yeah. state will do anything to keep their power. Yeah. And I was explaining last night on the show that the reason Trump's cleaning house right now is because he let them stay in these places, knowing they were deep state, only letting them know what he wanted them to know. Only feeding them the intel that he wanted them to feed back to the deep state. So he used them mm-hmm. to his advantage and then let the deep state think they had an agent in place. So when they make this final sweep, when he declared himself president, these were their ace in the holes to stop the Insurrection Act and to stop this. For instance, if he wouldn't have made these changes, there's no way that they, could, they would have blocked it. He would have never been able, we wouldn't have been able to get those servers from Germany. Okay. So he does this, mm-hmm. and he gets the servers. You see how that works? And uh, and so then he removes them. When he did that, he crippled. It's just like taking a broom and taking somebody's feet out from underneath them. When he did that, he, def- he swept it off of the deep state because these were the key agents that were crucial to these finalized moves, you know? Or at least some of them probably were, right? Especially the cybersecurity ones really catch my attention. You know, internal affairs is interesting. But, yeah, this is uh, really fascinating. He's really doing a lot of stuff in this uh, cybersecurity. So uh, if we can see the playbook, which we've obviously seen it through this salvage, wouldn't you say that the salvage plan uh, program is a blueprint for 2020 but on steroids? Mm-hmm. It looks like it to me. The only thing missing is a fake like alien invasion. I would not put it past him. No, I wouldn't pass put anything past them at this point in time, and uh, I think that um, Trump is is playing his five D chess, and he's been a step ahead of them pretty much the whole way, and I think that this is just another sign that he is uh, one step ahead of them, and. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. This is like one of the most exciting times of our lives. And, Isn't it exciting? Um, it is exciting. It It is exciting. It's scary. It's exciting. It's um, dangerous. And uh, But you know what? With our faith in God and our faith in um, the plan and uh, Trump's genius, I think, uh, it's going to show that uh, – Trump is going to win, and he's going to win, and we're going to avoid civil war that uh, we would win anyways because, I mean, good grief. 
uh, who knows how to fight Democrats? Yeah, uh, I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, liberals um, are picking a fight with rednecks, and we sit around right. and sit in a tree in freezing weather all day until we find the perfect target. Then we kill it, we drag yeah. it, we hang it up, we skin it, we quarter mm-hmm. it, we process it, and, and to we us, fry that's it up, a good time. And guess what? We never even break a fingernail. We never even break a fingernail. You know, that's just like, you know, why and would if, you pick someone like that? And if we do, we just rip it off and call it a day, you know. It's like, come on now. It just don't even make no come sense, on, man. you know. It's like, why would you pick a fight with yeah. rednecks, you know. And then they we, go after everything that we love the most, you know. They even messed up our damn, yeah. uh, uh, oh, I had a, not NAS, yeah, it's NASCAR. Is it NASCAR? <laughs> no, what's the other yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got. Um, For, I was thinking Formula uh, One. See, my husband watches Formula One, but it was NASCAR that it, they messed with. Yeah, it was NASCAR. Yeah, I think it was NASCAR. Obviously, but, I don't follow that real closely. N- me neither. It's just, you know, turn left, turn left, turn left. <laughs> And these people will stop at nothing, absolutely nothing. And some of the evidence that we put or uh that we put tonight and I, I actually had more I had got a actually had a clip um of the guy threatening the lady from that Zoom call. But when I played it back it just came back real staticky. So I wasn't able to oh, use it. Man. But that's uh if anybody gets a chance to go look that up, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. And and they're saying that Trump lawyers are having to fit on witness protection. She was threatened. I mean, this is a straight up mob, mafia, you know. I mean, come oh, on, we, it's, a, it's invisible government. The shadow government is real. The shadow government is real. We would never do that. I mean, as as Americans, as as patriots. We would we would never even think of doing something like that to a, a fellow American. I mean, come on. There's rules. This is a, a land of law and order. You know, this is who we are. This uh, this is really who we are, not the way the left says this is who we are. Please, <laughs> be honest. But they can't, so they won't. So they play their games. And we just sit and wait with our guns and our ammo and our, you know, training and our getting ready. And they play their little games (laughs) with their Antifa and their Black Lives Matter and their threats and their, you know, and their beating up little old lady. To be honest with you, I, I think they're kind of scary looking because some of these guys look operator as hell, okay? Because I took the video, I took several of the videos, right? And I studied them, I analyzed them, and I put them on slow mo and went through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like very, I'm a researcher, so it's nothing mm-hmm. to for two days doing the same thing because I'm just, I'm a nerd like this, okay? And mm-hmm. they are operator as hell, okay? They got their bulletproof vest. But they got, I saw their radios. They had their comms. I saw their earpieces. I saw the mm-hmm. different patches where they're more organized, so they don't, they're not just scattered. But see, I they just the, started this. We've been doing this for decades and decades. They just I don't think started these people that. Are, but they, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I and watched they're crazy. Them and and no, they're crazy. I watched them and, 
Victoria, listen to me. I watched them. These are not somebody who just started, okay? These more than likely, and you remember they have the mask on because of the COVID, right? These more than likely are some mm-hmm. of these insurgents that came up through the Barack Obama uh, caravan because even though one of the mm-hmm. parades they had looked like a bunch of street kids and you know Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, but another video that mm-hmm. I watched, they were extremely trained and disciplined that I recognized. Okay, those I have seen. Yeah, and these guys had the operate so, so, so many more of us. They were all built. They were all built like the caravan, you know, built up. And the guys on the outside were black, but if all on the inside of uh-huh. them, they all they had sleeves rolled up, and they were all like Hispanic. So they were probably Honduras and you know all those different uh, South yeah. American countries and, and coming in. So there, those were serious operators. I'm telling you, I re- yeah, I, I there saw, are I watched serious the operators. And, yes, yeah. and I, when I saw that, I actually. It really, uh, I'm not. I don't try to be yeah. fear mongering anything, but it really made me alert. I went on a diet like two days after that. Okay, I already lost like almost 15 pounds. I already got back into militia because mm-hmm. I then got lazy from having my gallbladder out being on Corona. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna take this serious because that's, they could be like. I think there's. I think there might be a million of them in here. You know, I don't know how many he brought in from these buses, mm-hmm. but they're everywhere. So people need to be really yeah. paying attention. And especially but in these there's days, still a you know? lot more than a we still have a lot more than they do. We got the numbers. Now, we got we got more guns. We got. I'm wondering you know, if something's not going on because I've been watching uh, Milspec's Op Mucky and uh, he's been he's so awesome on all these uh, military airplanes and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I think it was Monday. All right, so. I want to say somewhere, I don't know for sure, uh, I want to say it was Sunday, that Q actually posted, when was the 13th? It was on the 13th. Do you have a comment? I don't even know what today is. I don't either. I don't really either, to be honest with you. I didn't even know it was Thanksgiving. My mom told me, yeah, I was like, it's almost Thanksgiving? I go, I didn't even know. Yeah, like I've been so busy. Yeah. When I work on these videos, I lock myself in a room, and I mean, I literally just work. Well, anyways, on thirteenth, Durham comes out and he says, uh, "Nothing but Durham." Okay. Well, then this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on Monday there was over eleven hundred military air stuff in the air, including traffic to Gitmo. And he said that he usually sees maybe at the very, very most like I thought he said two hundred, but today he said two fifty. So. 250 is like an average, he said, all right? And so he had mm-hmm. 1,100. The next day on Tuesday, it was 1,200 plus. And Wednesday, it was 1,300 plus. And all of these have activity going to Gitmo and all these black sites, like where people are probably getting waterboarded and stuff. And these choppers were mm-hmm. all – and, uh, and uh, airplanes and stuff were all over America. It was insane. But he's on uh, YouTube. He's Mil- Specs Alt Monkey and uh, – and I'll tell you what, I'll go and edit the uh, description as soon as we get off and put his link in there because it's really good. And uh, yeah, uh, very interesting. So great. I think that something's going down. He said that he his guess would be that they're setting that they do have they have picked up people and that people are being taken. Some people are being taken. Maybe it's just you know a few people. I'm not saying it's a whole lot, but being taken to these mm-hmm. black uh, op sites. And he said. This is just how it is. That's where you get waterboarded. That's where you get your information, you know. And so because there's mm-hmm. other little places around that they, they've they confirmed like a black op sites. And then also Gitmo. And so he thinks that's what's going on is that uh, 
that some stuff has been going on, but that they're setting the stage for something bigger, like you're dropping off assets and deploying and, you know, shuffling things around mm-hmm. for like something fixing to go down is what he thinks, you know? And so yeah. uh, it's very interesting to watch and you can actually watch these crafts and he explains what they are and what they're, uh, mm-hmm. what they do and how you can use them and, you know, what their history has been, like what they've been doing lately. And it's real interesting. It's very interesting. Kind of wow. It's very interesting. So this guy's really good. But uh, it makes me think That's that. Great. You know, yeah, I've been telling people in the storm is coming. And I, I told everyone on Facebook, y'all, right now, this is the calm before the storm. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. I am. You know, this is the calm before mm-hmm. the storm. I said, when he gets nominated, then they say he's president. That's when they're going to unleash their hell pounds. And then we're looking yeah. again at this blueprint, Red Dawn, co- possible cobalt rain, mm-hmm. uh, which they said that can mm-hmm. be like a terrorist that go out and make these dirty bombs. So they go steal the stuff, make these dirty bombs. And then whatever area yeah. it is that they uh, contaminated, it was saying it could take 10 years to before that you could ever go there again, you know? So that's pretty mm-hmm. not good. Plus, uh, yeah, you know, hurting people. And then they already are saying there's a new strain of corona coming out, blah, 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 you know. Second wave is going to be a dark winter. And that's smallpox, so I don't know what to think about that, that he compared that to smallpox. Yeah. But, uh, so I guess we'll see what's going on. I think the squad's going to be going down with their uh, little Muslim mafia exposed, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Our president will be vindicated on this, and that this is the only way to drain the swamp. You have to expose them, and you have to – like I tell people, look, here's the deal, all right? If you want to arrest a shoplifter, do you arrest them inside of the store, or do you wait till the shoplifter has left the building? That's Ooh, what that's you have to do to catch election fraud. So you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You have to let them be president. You have to let them – uh, do what they're going to do and see what these governors are going to do and, you know, who's going to call what and see who's the players, right? Mm-hmm. And it just tickles me that Clarence Thomas is, is taking over Georgia. I, I, I just, I'm tickled to death about that. I just can't wait. Oh, my wait God, isn't that exciting? And Wisconsin, it, Barrett, Alito, Pennsylvania, he's already They haven't followed his rules, right? They've already went against yeah. Alito's stuff in Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is awesome. This is, it's so epic. It's so epic. <laughs> I did not see that movie coming. No, I didn't either. Our show is over, so I want to tell everybody uh thank you for listening and thank you so much to Joe called and thank you so much to Victoria for saving my life and oh. calling in tonight <laughs> so I wouldn't have had an anxiety attack and died. But I'm gonna go ahead and close out with my favorite little jingle for my radio show. And thank you all, and God bless you, and please pray for our president, our country, and everybody in it, all the patriots. Uh, we all need it. That's the only thing. That, the only way to defeat this dark force really is prayer. So, Amen. The call out to